can feel it down in my plums. When I hear a sound, I rap at the door, my young son Gabriel walks in. My wife says, no, Gabriel, leave. And I say, no, let the boy watch. Let the boy watch. He needs to learn the way I learned from my father. The way he learned from his father. <laughs> Let the boy watch. The way he Welcome back to Let the Boys Watch. Now in the Tame Podcast brought to you by Going Gray Productions. Happy Valentine's Day to all my lovers out there. All you freaks in the sheets. <laughs> On this week, it was Valentine's week. We put up a poll, and the winner of that poll was the 2009 rom-com 500 Days of Summer, starring Zoe Deschanel, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Jeffrey Arend, Chloe Grace Moretz, Matthew Gray Goobler, Clark Gregg, and The Fox, Minka Kelly. Oh, also, sorry, did I say it was directed by Mark Webb? Did not. No, but it was directed by Mark Webb, so shout out Mark Webb. I'm one of your co-hosts. My name is Robbie. Alongside me is Mr. Valentine's Day himself, the heartbreak kid, the cuz. Cousin Benny, how you doing? I'm doing good. And Robbie, I just want to say I love your little heart-shaped mole you have right above your your titties. Thank you, buddy. The mole that I have is right on my left butt cheek. (laughs) Even better. (laughs) And alongside the cuz and I is... Mr. Casanova, Mr. Missionary, <laughs> our great friend and co-host Ryan. Ryan, how are you? Who told you? <laughs> <laughs> Who told you I only have one move? <laughs> Listen, the bashboards—they're in the street, hot and heavy. Oh my god! Oh, the bashboards! Remember those fucking things? <laughs> 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 well, listen. Missionary is tried and true, okay? I it's go with what position. works. It's a fantastic position. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, So, yes, this is Let the Boys Watch. Thank you, Robbie. How are you feeling on this Valentine's Day? And I have a question for you. Will you go out with me? Yes, no, or maybe? <laughs> uh, Yes, of course I will. Hmm. Fuck yeah. Feeling left out. Well, we can make it a three-way. So... This is Let the Boys Watch, and we watch movies that one or all of us haven't seen. Uh, we typically put up a poll every week with, uh, you know, two, three, four movies. Um, and the uh, extremely intelligent fans always vote, and we watch whatever they voted for. Um, so if you are not following on it, following us on Instagram, please do so to get involved in those votes. Um Send us an email. Go bleh, almost did it again. LTBW podcast at gmail.com and follow us uh, and rate us on your favorite podcast provider. But if you decide to not rate us five stars, we will hate your fucking guts for the rest of our lives. So we'll hunt you. you down. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking uh, of that, speaking of five stars, please, before, before you start, can I? Can I uh, read a two-star review, if you don't mind? We got a two-star oh, review. I was alluding to that. Yes, please do oh, so. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. We got no, a two-star go review from QT Missa. And uh, I'm going to tell you right now, she ain't a cutie. 
Uh, that's a fact. So <laughs> she wrote in her review, nah, two stars. Gave it a long try, but two all over the place when discussing a film. Well, QT Mesa, GYF, GFY, I'm sorry. I don't want to. <laughs> Fantastic start. Maybe she's I don't want right. the, Yeah, I don't want the... Uh, the the bots to to screw up our views on YouTube, so I'm trying not to not to curse. But sweetheart, the only thing all over all over the place is your eyebrows. So go take a hike and <laughs> lose our number, lose everything about us. Hope your Valentine's Day was filled with duty covered roses. You stink. <laughs> if you got a problem, you can at me all day long. Wowza. Well, Wait, I will I will say, hey, I mean two stars it, well, at least it wasn't one that's true it's a little something maybe she saw you in that turtleneck from the plummies and she oh. got a, she was like hey i wanted to go one star i want to go zero stars but that boy looks cute i'm not having it all right i'm not having it <laughs> all right she's one got me star flustered. For each of your beautiful balls oh my god thank you she's got me flustered she's got me angry uh she's got me pissed off uh, just a couple of guys trying to, you know, live out their dreams, have a couple of passions, uh, and uh, and do something with their lives. Sorry, sorry about that. I won't do it. We won't do it again. <laughs> I feel like this is the beginning of 500 days of QT Missa. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. This would be day something in the 400s. Yeah. <laughs> um. So since. Uh, we watched 500 Days of Summer. I'm curious, for those of you that didn't watch it, which is, I believe, both of you, right? Mm -hmm. What'd you think about it going into it? I, listen, I'm trying to stick to the script here. I don't want to be all over the place. <laughs> Please, you better follow Please that don't. script. <laughs> Robbie, why don't you go first? I feel like you've seen the last few movies we've watched, so I want to hear from you. Me? Yeah. I haven't seen it. That's what I'm saying. But you've seen oh, the yeah. last few, so you haven't gotten to give your opinion. Oh, thank you. Yes, yeah, sorry. Oh boy, the boy, the boy's brain is is scrambled. This is your we brain. That two star place. review got you messed up. <laughs> I'm just gonna snap. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't know um, really that much about this movie at all. Um, I definitely wanted Eternal Sunshine to win. I figured this movie was gonna be uh, corny or something. I didn't really, I wasn't really gonna enjoy. But I, I really did wind up. Uh, enjoying this movie a lot. Um, I didn't know a lot about the plot or anything like that, so I was surprised going in, which was nice. And I, and to be honest with you, I didn't even I didn't even watch the trailer, so I had no idea what was going on. Um, so you know, I went out with the the bill on Friday, and he told me, you know, he was kind of glad that this one because he put it in a way as when he saw it years ago, his perspective of the movie was different than when he saw it, you know potentially recently. So I kind of like that viewpoint of it, but I was pleasantly surprised at this movie. I didn't, I, I thought I wasn't going to like it. I, I thought it was going to be a little too corny for me, but I'm, I'm just a sucker for rom-coms, man. I really am when it comes to it. And, and, uh, and I, and I really, really like this movie. Nice. Funny. So I didn't have any idea what this movie was about. I honestly thought it was going to be something corny about, literally summer and like this you know 
romantic summer that two people had that extended pat whatever i don't know I, I just thought it was i didn't know it was going to be the name of the girl um i feel like this movie and like garden state meld together for me i kind of feel like they both like indie rom-coms that kind of you know are held in high regard um wasn't too thrilled that this one won because i'm just not a big rom-com guy like i get it they have their audience but a lot of the time it's not for me um if i'm gonna commit to watching a movie i want it to have something more than like just a love story attached to it um and, and that's why i've loved a lot of the movies that we've done because they're you know a little bit more i don't want to say serious but they have kind of something else going on uh besides a love story so that was my outlook going into it fair and i agree with you guys i also wanted eternal sunshine to win um but the way the votes fell it wasn't going to happen and you know, maybe we'll do Eternal Sunshine another time because I think I think we would all really like it. Um, but it is I would of the of the three movies. So this uh, 500 Days of Summer and Crazy Stupid Love it is the most depressing, um, but it is the best one. It's I thought it's the best movie, um, but I think this one is a little more lighthearted um, in the end and all that stuff. So, I mean, I'm happy this one was the one. Uh, but Eternal Sunshine is definitely a better film. Much, much, much better. But anyway, um, overall impressions and plum scores? Sure. Why don't you lead us off? All right. Um, it, Robbie brought it up and, you know, Brian had sent us a message on Instagram. Thank you for intera interacting with us, Brian. Uh, see how easy it is. Send us a message. Um that he had different perspectives the first time he watched it and watching it, whatever, recently. And I 100% agree with him. Um, I didn't want to say anything in the in the message back. But when I first watched this, uh, probably about not when it first came out, like 2010, 11, somewhere in there, um, I was on the heels of the exact same relationship that was depicted in this movie, like almost to a T. The exact same thing. I fell in love with this manic pixie dream girl. Then she wasn't, she from the start said, you know, I don't want to get super serious. Um, and I was just like, yeah, cool. That's fine. I'm good at that. <laughs> and then, you know, of course, I fell into a pit of despair when she didn't want to marry me or what have you. Um, so first, when I first watched this, I was like, wow, this is my film. Is someone watching, <laughs> watching my life? Um, but on subsequent viewings, so pro I've probably seen it like a good 10 times, maybe more. Um, I think I like it less and less and I still like it. Um, and my perspectives on the characters have a hundred percent changed just like my perspective on myself or my relationships or whatever. Um, but you know, I still like it. Um, but I like it less than I did uh, when I first saw it. And I definitely think differently of the two main characters and, you know, where my, um, uh, for lack of a better way to say it, my likes and dislikes or my feeling on who maybe the protagonist is, antagonist, things like that. So I'm sure we'll get into all that uh, a little later. But yeah, I still, I like this movie. It's really cute. There's uh, funny parts. There's 
um, great directing, uh, a lot of like interesting way to do things, the whole, you know, way they, you know, skipped back and forth and stuff like that. But um, definitely like it less, but still like it. Rob, you want to go? Yeah, sure. I, I mean, like you, Ryan, I thought it was cool how they, you know, skipped ahead and went back. And I, I thought that was a, a good touch to the movie. I thought it was very well directed. Uh, Love the soundtrack. Really some great, great music in in the movie. I mean, I didn't think I would. I didn't think this movie was going to make me think so much. Um, I thought it was just going to be your, your regular rom-com. But I got some takes that I want to unload a little bit. Um, I it, and even even after I watched it, I went and you know looked up different takes from people on Reddit and what everybody thought of the movie. And a lot of people had varying takes, like I did. A lot of people talked about, like you talked about, like yeah, when I watched it at this moment, I thought of whatever his name is was. I don't want to say the victim. Yeah, Tom, you know, was right. And then when I go back and watch it later, I could see both point of views. But I definitely have a lot of fucking, a lot of takes and uh, <laughs> about this because there's some things in here that really chat me up and, and really upset me. Um, but it, it depicts, you know, that infatuation stage right off the bat, how what we all went through. And, you know, when we first start dating somebody, and we just head over heels to somebody and ignore certain aspects of the person's characteristics, any red flags and things like that. And you think, you know, you're just in love and you love that feeling and you love what goes along with that. But um, yeah, it uh, it made me think, it angered me. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm just kind of excited to get everybody's point points of view on some of my uh, Skip Bayless takes that are coming around the bend. <laughs> You do we need like locks? a do we need a specific segment like Robbie's takes? I uh, don't break from don't get too all over the place now. That's true. We don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So they'll just come out naturally. Version. Robbie's hot corner. Um <laughs> I'm like very back and forth on this movie. Like I said, I don't love this kind of movie, but there were a lot of things direction-wise that I really loved. Um soundtrack great fantastic but to me it comes down to i hate both of these characters so much <laughs> um I, I think that i if i would have seen this when i was in high school and my first few college years i would have been like like you ryan oh my god this is me in past, movie form yeah. yep. i am such a i have such a burning heart and why can't i give it to anybody um and i would have been all over tom um physically and emotionally but <laughs> no like watching it now i'm just like you suck you're you know what you're doing summer like so at the end of the day i think tom is more wrong but summer oh my god i want there are just so many things that she did that not maybe not so many but she definitely fed into tom's fantasy but at the end of the day you know, it really was Tom seeing her, putting her on a pedestal and then just ignoring everything else. And that's that it's his own damn fault. But I kind of diverged from my opinion of the film, but it, it that's really what it came down to for me. So 
will I watch it again? Probably never again. Um, was it better than I thought in some ways? Yes, but not really my favorite movie we've watched. I'll leave it at that. That's fair. Um, speaking of being fair, let's give it some plum scores and then get into some thoughts. I cannot wait to hear Robbie's <laughs> takes. <laughs> <laughs> I know me too. And I, I was thinking about like before I'm, you know, I was hold, holding the kid and I was just thinking about what I was going to say. And I was just like, I could really get like fucking real heated about this movie. <laughs> like in some of the with the character. And I was like, maybe not. We'll see. We'll see. We might get animated later. Um, so who wants to go first? Plum scores. I'll piggyback off what I just said. Um, yeah, I on. was I was, again, a hard one for me to score. I honestly was going to go 6.5, but I there were really a lot of things about the direction that I loved. I honestly love the performance of both of the, the main characters. I thought they did such a really good job with it to the to the point where I, I had these feelings about them that I felt so strongly about, like, not hating them, but just being like, you guys are both fucking idiots. I want to knock your heads together. Um, so in honor of Valentine's Day. No, oh. I will bump it up to a six point nine. Oh, very nice, <laughs> Robbie. Do you want to go, or you want me to go? Yeah, I'll go. I mean, I thought I, I'm not going to go that low. I think mine's mine score is actually in the eights. I enjoyed, it, even though both characters made me want to give them a super kick and then a fucking Dusty Rhodes elbow. Um, <laughs> I just thought it depicted what it's like again to be in a relationship what's what it's like to ignore those signs and those red flags because you truly want to be in love with somebody and the the, the woman or the man of your dreams um the only thing i agree with with summer is that octopus garden is a fantastic Beatles song it's an amazing song and i'm not here for the ringo slander i love ringo <laughs> um but yeah um i'm gonna have to go eight three for this movie but it was very good uh would i watch it again probably but i would hate watch it because i want to I, I i would angrily watch it for some of the things that some of the characters did but i thought it was very well done like i said like i'm not a big jgl fan what uh, joe zoe de chanel after she started dating a property brother she's 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 gone I, I don't even know her anymore but um Thought it was a like Benny said. I thought they both did, uh, you know, a great job with the with the characters they played. Yeah, she messed her face up too. What a shame. Did she? Yeah, at least that's what it looks like. I don't know if it's surgery or just makeup or something. I can never tell, but or I mean, maybe it's just aging. I have no idea, but she definitely doesn't look. No, her properly. eyes are pulled back. Yeah, what a shame. Um. Well, I am not here for your JGL slander, Robbie. I do love him. Um, I mean, he's great in Inception. That's he's true. Great. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not slandering him. Oh, just I his forgot. character in this film. Yeah, maybe his character in Third Rock from the Sun. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Um. So, I mean, if you again, if like I said before. If you asked me to score this in 2010, 11, 
high eights probably like really high um and as the years have gone on and i think it's i don't think it's the i mean it's definitely not the film it's me like as i'm getting older i hope wiser um i hope more comfortable in my own skin and and in my relationships and things like that that i've i like it less i still like it um and i'm sure we'll get into it um because Robbie's right, it does um, give a good representation of like young love. Like I, I think, I don't think it would be like an appropriate way to show, you know, I guess like someone our age, you know, falling for each other, but like in their twenties, yeah, because that was absolutely how I was as a person. I mean, I wanted to dress like fucking Tom with my sweater vests and ties and all that bullshit and sneakers. And then, you know, listen to sad sack music like Joy Division and Cure and all, like all that stuff. So I really connected with this film back then. But now, and I'm struggling to give it a score. I'm going to go with 7-6. And I'm not even sure if that's the correct score. I, I don't even really know. But I still like it. But it angers me. Um, and it's... And it's just like, I don't know, get off my lawn kind of stuff. You're just like, you dumb 20-year-olds. Come on now. Yeah. But uh, I get it because that's how I was. Yeah. I wonder if that's part of the the hate I have for, not hate, but the dislike I have for the movie is I so see myself in that character. Oh, yeah. And just being like so, being a miserable. And it's it's your own fault. And, oh, you know, yeah. now since I've moved on and, you know, I thug him, hug him, love him, leave him because <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust or need him. Uh, take him out the hood, keep him looking good, all that. And I'm just such a playboy now that I can't vision, you know, envision myself as that person anymore. But no, I, I think that has something to do with it. Like just having that disdain for the way that I was back then. But it's a part of growing up. So what can you do? Yeah. Oh, of course, we're all stupid. Like looking, you know, you look back and you're just like, I was so dumb. Yeah. Um, Every relationship but, was the end of the world. Oh, the yeah, of course. The fucking stupid. How stupid was I? And what is like, is that hormones? Is it lack of wisdom? Is it? I don't know. I don't even know why. But almost everyone has that has had that type of relationship or um, breakup or whatever. It's just. I don't know. I think that's why so many people connect to this film because it's very relatable. I think for me, it was just that uh, nobody wanted the nookie from me <laughs> and anybody that gave me the slightest hint that they might, I just latched on like a child, grabbed their leg and wouldn't let go. <laughs> yeah. I think it could be part of like somebody's insecurities as well. Um, it's a lot of self-doubt. I know personally for me, you know, and you go through a breakup, you think you're, you're never going to find somebody or you're going to be alone forever. And I think that's part of insecurities on my part. But I also think to not repeat those same patterns, you have to grow from a, a typical, um, you know, you break up. Do I think Tom does that at the end? I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I don't know. I, I, I have no idea what uh, Tom's going to do. And that would be another fantastic episode on Benny's uh, popular podcast 
what, what comes next? What's the name of that podcast? <laughs> yeah, what what comes next? Does he so, fuck uh, it up with Autumn? A hundred percent. I honestly, uh, <laughs> I honestly think that he falls into the same exact trap because he learned nothing. He immediately saw this girl and was like, "Oh, this is the next. You know, this is now. This is my girl." She's so because that's what I think happened with with Summer in the first place. He saw her and said, "Oh my God, you're a ten, and that's it. You're just always a ten, no matter what you do." Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's that's exactly my point. When he looks into the camera, it's like he this motherfucker. Had, damn it, I don't want to curse. This this son of a gun didn't didn't learn <laughs> at all. He didn't he didn't learn. Yeah, what the name Autumn shocks you, and he, and he falls right back in. It's not like he's he can't tell me that he magically just flipped the switch and he was over summer right then and there. He's gonna repeat the same shit. He's gonna put her on a pedestal, and he's gonna constantly go through that until he finally grows up and says, "Hey, listen, I can't be doing this." But that's part of who he is. And again, I don't think he learned anything from the the breakup with Summer. I do think that he would repeat the same mistakes that he did with with Summer, with Autumn. Can I be honest? Yes. I'm sorry, Ryan. To, then I'll let you jump in with your point because yeah. it's just a quick point. All the beautiful directing, all, all the things that made this movie good completely went out the window with the look into the camera at the end of the movie. I I hate uh, that. I hate the look into the camera in certain spots. You don't like breaking yes. the fourth wall? Not in this type of movie when it was like so stylistically done and like beautifully shot and all these different things that I haven't seen in other movies before. I just felt like it was such a cheap thing at the end of the movie. I could see that. I, I feel like he was looking into my eyes and saying... <laughs> Ryan, me and you, we're the same. If it was I, Gosling I that the, did it, then I might have loved it. I, I don't like that you got this slander against JGL here. I have to it's defend him. I like JGL. Okay. But there, you know, he's not I mean, at that he's level no Gosling. Where, we know that. Yeah. There's, okay. there's, there are things that Gosling can do that anybody, that nobody else can. I feel like I want to like a 10 minute video of Gosling, like reading the dictionary. And I'm sure it would be fucking amazing. Please. It'd be the number one video on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, no, the, uh, fuck. What was the point? Damn it. Sorry. No, we should, we should, we, we should try and stop cursing. Um, I don't even remember my point. And that's, well, Robbie was talking about him falling into the same trap. Oh yeah, yeah. I I disagree. I think I think he learned something. Like the fact that he, yes, he quit his job because he was depressed. That's not the same as evolving. But I think, and I I think the sequence was short. Um, but I I think he grew up a little bit. But we'll never know. Like, you know, we need Benny's you know script. What happens next? <laughs> um, to find out. But I. And maybe that's because I kind of saw myself in that like years later. Yes, I and maybe maybe he does fuck up with Autumn, but eventually, damn it, I keep cursing. <laughs> maybe he doesn't he does the same thing with Autumn, but hopefully eventually he learns because I think anyone with any substance will eventually learn. Cause you have to. Otherwise, yeah. uh, you know, what's this all for, I guess? I mean, I know some people that still haven't learned and they're way past the age that they should have. 
Um, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I maybe really, I just hold JGL in high regard. That's true. Uh, quick little detour here. Minka Kelly smashed with Derek Jeter, and then that was it for her. What do you mean, like as far as being in stuff? Yeah, I feel like she she hooked up with Jeter, and that was the last anybody ever heard from her. Where is she? I mean, if I hooked up with Jeter, I'd probably fade away into the, <laughs> the inner space too. You think she got a big severance payment? I don't know. I think she I went think to do Friday stuff. Night Lights, right? She was in Friday Night Lights. She dated in Trevanella. Oh, Did she's she? in. She's in stuff. She's in stuff. We just have a terrible watched. actress. Terrible actress. Not great. But that doesn't really matter when you're looking at it. looking at that that, that face. Uh, yeah, Robin, I'm not do Alipa or Mika Kelly. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. Uh, Dua Lipa. Wow. Yeah. I, I feel like she's your number one. True or not true? True. Okay. Well, yeah. Good for her because you're I mean, a real she's no you're a catch. She, she, thank you. Yeah, I'm a real catch. I mean, I'm, I'm Sunday's trout. Um, <laughs> she's no Hillary Duff, as some would say, but what do I know? You take it too far. You, you extrapolate and add things to the things that I say. <laughs> what that did aren't... I say? What did I say? How am I extrapolating, collaborating? I was not modulating. Knocking, I was not knocking Dua Lipa. I love Dua Lipa. If she was here right now, I would be rubbing it in your face. But I'm just saying there are other things to whatever. We won't get into it. It's Valentine's Day. Please. Listen, I can feel the tension in your face from the Zoom. I want you to. I want you to let the world know I didn't extrapolate. I just we had a, a conversation. You're there basically couple... saying I was I would just throw Dua Lipa to the side. It's not true. I didn't, I didn't say that. Let's move on before I <laughs> I, I I cut his throat like uh, Jay like I would cut JGL's throat right now. <laughs> um, I have a confession to make. Um, if Dua Lipa was in my house right now, I wouldn't know who she is. You'd learn real quick. I'll tell you that right now. Okay, that's fair. But I'd just be like, who are you, lady? And then my wife she, would probably get upset. <laughs> she would say, one kiss is all it takes. That's I'm assuming it. that's referencing a song or something. It is. Okay. <laughs> I'm, too, I'm old. I listen to the same shit I listened to 20 years ago. Anyway, <laughs> so much for two, not being all over the place. Two stars. Two stars. Two stars. <laughs> <laughs> This is a two-star podcast, baby. The two-star podcast. Let's rename it to the two-star podcast. <laughs> um, do you guys want to do scenes or characters no. first? Cutting you off. No, please. This movie is more than just favorite characters and least favorite characters. This movie is about takes and takes and, and hot takes. takes. Okay. This I'm not trying to go off the rails and bring this down to a two-star podcast. But this is much more than my so, favorite character and least favorite character. So, so do you want to do takes first, or do you want to do characters and scenes first? Takes. Let's go takes. Takes, takes. Right, please. Takes. 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 Robbie. So, please kick us off with your take. I have a couple of questions, and uh, maybe I'll piggyback off your off your answers. Uh is Tom right? No. Is Summer right? No. Is Tom a reliable narrator? Mm, no. No. All right, takes over. Favorite <laughs> character? 
<laughs> no, I, I think this is how I see it. Like they're like I said, they're I think they're both assholes. Not assholes, assholes. Because they're immature. They're both immature. Tom, like I said, put her on the pedestal, but Summer knew what she was doing the whole time. She had the confession from Tom's friend when he was drunk and said, Oh, he really likes you. Then she overhears the conversation with Blondie. Don't even get me started on him because I got some information <laughs> revealed to me by my wife before we started this podcast, and he's on my shit list. Oh, no. um, he had the whole blow up fight with her. He had he had tried to have the conversation in the car with her, so she knew how he felt. It was very obvious how he felt, and she fed into it. She was having fun, and I don't fault her for that. But there comes a certain point, I feel like, where you have to realize what you're doing. And this goes for a guy or a girl. Because if the guy was in the situation, he would be just as wrong. It's not because she's a girl and she's leading him on. But also, Tom, dude, what are you doing? What are you doing? He kept, he kept pushing, he kept pushing, even though he knew she didn't want a relationship. I think he just maybe thought... I'm going to be different than everybody else. But at the end of the day, just watching the two of them, it was like watching a death spiral and they're both getting pulled down into it. Yeah. I mean, again, like Tom wanted it to be more than it was. And like I said before, I was in the same boat probably multiple times, but I'm thinking specifically of one certain relationship or, I don't even know if I call it a relationship because whatever. But she also strung him along. She wanted him in his life and used his crush or feelings for her to keep him around. Like when they did have that fight and she came back, she she totally played into, you know, his feelings by, you know, being you know, I'm sorry, and I shouldn't have done that, and blah, blah, blah. Still never really committing to anything, but allowing him to let his guard down again and let her back in and thinking that that meant something. Or, But I say they're both wrong. Summer is more wrong, and I don't know if this is my perspective as a man or not, but fine all right she's not interested in a serious relationship they hang out they have sex and whatever fine that's great but the entire time forward from the trip that's on the train the fact that she doesn't tell him that she's engaged only 180 days after they stop seeing each other which is insanity so this girl met another guy got engaged and is about to get married in like half a year invites him to her I assume her engagement party insane in fucking insane. How could you do that to somebody that, you know, had feelings for you and it was not just a friend like that is so fucked up. And I'm not surprised that it sent him into a fucking spiral. Um, so that's way worse, I think. Well, <clears throat> and I don't want to get into the business of defending summer because Oh, Listen, please play a devil's advocate here. I'm not a lawyer and I and I don't aspire to be one. So I don't like defending the guilty, but I don't think she was engaged at the 
at the wedding. I think she says that. Oh, uh, like, yeah, a few days after that or whatever. Yeah, she then. was definitely right. seeing somebody at yes, that point. You're right. You're right. But yeah, I don't know if it is. And that kind of puts her in a spot where now you've invited him to this party, which is like a de facto engagement party. But also, where the hell was he at the party? Like, you never see him. Just that she has the ring. I think you see him one time that talk. He was like in a suit talking to, like Tom looked over. And yeah, there was like two dudes and like oh. shaking a hand like that. But, but not to cut you, cut you off. Please cut, he, babe, cut. He, even though she's not engaged at the wedding, she's still feeding into him and leading him on. Yes. at the wedding and giving him false hope. And I don't agree with that. Whether it's uh, summer, winter, fall, or spring, whoever the character is, I'm not <laughs> I'm not with that man or woman that's not fair to somebody. Right. She knows, she knew what she was doing. She knew how much Tom was in love with her and wanted to be in a relationship with her. Yeah, I understand Tom put her on the pedestal and he was very, you know, gullible and annoying and very insecure and, 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 and probably a little too much. But again, the thing I harken back to is the same thing that Ryan said. When when she came back to him after the fight, again, she, she knew what she was doing. And it could be the roles reversed. It could be a, it could have been Tom doing that. You know what you're doing, and it's not right, man or woman. And it just wasn't a cool thing to do. And that ain't that that's always gonna anger me in everything. Maybe because it's not something that I would do. Yeah, have I been in relationships or talk to people where I'm like, no, nah, I'm not really feeling this, but I cut that off. I'm not trying to lead somebody off. I don't like them because that's not fair to them. Um, am I mature about it? I think now I am back then, probably not. Yeah. But that's just a part of growing up. But that was a, a tough scene to watch because it was so wrong for her to invite him there knowing she had a boyfriend and knowing kind of what she did at the wedding. And then just to say, oh, oh I'm engaged. I would have fucking lost it. I probably would have jumped off of the, the, the Christ <laughs> building, wherever they were. I would have fucking lost it. And and like, like Ryan said, no wonder why he went into a spiral. That was so hurtful and so mean and so messed up to do. Listen, whatever, whatever child that she had, I, I get it. I'm sure it plays into trust issues and divorce and all these things. And I, I understand that. Don't do that to somebody. It's it's not a it's not a cool thing to do. Yeah, that was that was really the most egregious thing. Like you could get away with saying, "Well, we know how much Tom really feels about her because he's always gushing to his friends, and we see that." But does Summer necessarily think that? Because every time she said, "I just want it to be casual," he's like, "Yeah, no, that's cool. That's fine. That's right. fine." He should have been honest too. Yeah. And everything up to that point, you could say, well, Tom's just being a puppy dog and keeps coming back, even though he knows he's not going to get what he wants. But when they break up and then she's seeing somebody and she pulls that shit at the wedding, that stuff at the wedding, excuse me, not that that's going to help it. But um, <laughs> when she pulls that at the wedding, that's when it was like, all right, you did you know what you were doing the whole time? Because now it really seems like you knew what you're doing. You don't know anybody at this wedding. Oh, here's Tom. I know that I can have a good time with Tom if I just kind of like let him back in a little bit. Yep. Yeah. That, I, and I feel like, well, I know I've 
that's happened to me before uh, where I thought I was, you know, not, I'm like, all right, maybe this person doesn't want a relationship or this and that. I'm like, but I think over time, maybe, you know, she'll, she'll realize. And even that I was like a sucker, like it, it ended. And then I saw her like on a ferry and I, and then I fell back into the Tom thing, you know, I was like, oh, come sit next to me. And it was like, it was like a bitch move instead of just saying, having some self-respect for myself and saying, fuck this, fudge this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like fudge this. I Like you had a chance or whatever it was. I'm not here to be, you know, some sympathy dog because you need somebody to sit next to or this and that. But you're an idiot. You're young and you think certain things. And sometimes you don't have self-respect for yourself or you think things are going to change. But that was one of the worst things I've ever watched in a movie. Worse than the the dude carrying, looking for his arm and, and saving Private Ryan. Worse than that. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I mean, I think Tom was, sorry, Benny, I'll, I'll be quick. The, Tom was right. It, I heard his feelings so bad he went off camera. Um, it, Tom was right to a certain extent when he said, um, when he quit his job and he was like, it's the bullshit movies and songs and like all the media because what we were just talking about, especially what Robbie, what you were saying, like how many relationships I think are successful in which one person chases the other and like tries to convince them that that I'm worth something I'm worth being with or I'm worth it. Like, yeah, of course, it. you're not going to know like this, like, oh, this person's the one I'm going to marry. But like, it shouldn't be like. Like, here's my pros and cons list. You decide. Like, and and that's what Tom was right about, where a lot of movies present that as like an a viable option for romantic conquest. Like, no, no, no. Keep pushing. They'll eventually come around. Like <laughs> I tried that so many times. Yeah, that doesn't, doesn't work. work. Like, you know, <laughs> if if someone's like not really into you. There's not much that you're going to do that all of a sudden they're going to be like, oh, wait, Ryan, he's definitely someone I want to be with. It, it's just that's not how it works. So, yeah, but Tom, that's what Tom was kind of doing with by. Yeah, let's just be friends and blah, blah, blah. And we've all been there. I've done that where it's like, no, yeah, I'm not trying to take it serious. And. You know, inside I'm like, oh my god, I love this person. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, little Ryan loves so and so in your notebook. Yeah, yeah. Mrs. Ryan. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to. I'm not. Yeah, some some are stunk, and Tom stunk too. But it's obviously it's easier said than done. But Tom should just be like, all right, I want a relationship. You don't want it. This indecisiveness isn't for me. It's gonna tear up you know, my emotional well-being, I have to just cut it off and, and just deal with it. And like you said, Ryan, like, I was like, oh, this person broke up me and wants nothing to do with me. I'm going to win her back. <laughs> and 0% yeah. of the time that happens. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. it's, but you, it's just, sometimes being a human being is so freaking complicated and so tough. And especially when you're going through what Tom went through and vice versa, men and women, your your mind plays tricks on you and you, you look back and you're like, man, what an idiot. The things I said or the things I did or the things I told people, I'm like, why did I do that? But 
that's what you are in the moment. Your your emotions yeah. are everywhere. It's 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 natural. It's and some people are better than others at it. And I'm not good at that. You know, I'm very emotional. I like to tell everybody my business, and that's a stupid thing, but it just happens, and you just got to learn from everything. Yeah. But that's where that's where I I do blame Tom for his role in this because, like Ryan said, like you, there is zero percent chance when somebody doesn't want something with you that you're gonna like force them or change their mind. Like there's nothing you could do at that point. And I look back at the moment at the bar where he gets into the fight with that dude and his opportunity. I think in that whole scene was to say something to him, not just turn around and sucker punch him. Right. And I think that's the moment where she was like, this dude, he ain't it. He's not, he he ain't stable. He's not emotionally stable. He had a chance to defend me at one point and he couldn't do it. So yeah, I mean there, he just stacked the deck against himself and he kept like ramming his head into it, thinking that she was going to eventually just fall for him. And it just wasn't going to happen. And that's, again, we've all been in a relationship like that, um, but you hopefully learn. And that's why I kind of say maybe projecting my own life onto Tom here is like, I hope he did learn and approached the summer, uh, the autumn relationship differently um, in a more mature way. And like, if it doesn't work out, he doesn't, you know, fall down a fucking hole. And just realizes that like sometimes things just don't work out. I think of uh, before I met my wife, um, a girl that I was like casually seeing kind of like did this whole thing like, you know, I really like you, but I just, you know, it's not going to work out. Like whatever, whatever her dog and pony show was about, like we shouldn't see each other anymore. I was like, all right, that's cool. Like I can't make you like me. I get it. Like that's fine. Uh, No hard feelings. And she was like, Really? Like everything's cool. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm a mature person. I'm not going to, I'm not going to spiral right now. Like it is what it is. Like nice to know you. See you later. Yeah. And like not, and I'm not saying that that's a healthy reaction either, but it's when you grow up and mature and have these experiences, like you're going to mess up, but eventually you learn and you do what's best for yourself. Um, and I'm hoping that's what Tom did. Uh, again, we don't know. Not until the part two comes out, 501 days of summer or whatever. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Any more takes? One last Robbie? take. Bef- yeah. Yeah. One. It's not even a take, but one last before we go into our scene. She already done stabbed him up and down his guts, right? With the come to my party. Oh, surprise. I'm engaged. Um, he sees her like she had to go to his his spot, right? That that's my spot. Like when when um at I the guess end when they're by Jeff the, went to the max. Yeah, when on the on the bench. Yeah, when like Jeff went to the like went to, back to the max, something like that, and really <laughs> wanted to get Zach all jammed up. How dare he? Um when she just tells him, like, oh yeah, I was chances and I was at the the whatever, the coffee shop reading who knows, uh, Robert Frost or whatever she, the bullshit she was spewing. And she says to him, you know, I just knew, uh, I guess like at that moment, something that I, I couldn't, 
I couldn't get with you or the feelings I couldn't have for you. And it's like, all right, like, really? Like, you already, you, you already killed the guy. Why do you got to stab him a little bit more than that? Like, that really, that really hurt my feelings. Like, that, that's when I was like, Summer, we're done here. Like, get out of my life. As as much as it was a fucking kick in the balls, I kind of think that that's what he needed to hear. Yes, because I agree with you. It was super hurtful, but it was the truth. Yeah, he kept chasing it. He kept chasing it. He kept like, why, 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 why? And she was like, and it was impartial to prove him right when he was talking about fate and love and true love and all that stuff. And he, you know, he went on the whole, oh, Summer, you were right. None of that shit matters. And it was a hurtful way to do it. But she was almost like, no, everything you said, I realized in that instance. And it wasn't with you, which sucks. But it was kind of like, yeah, I learned what you meant. And I know you want some type of answer of why. But there wasn't anything for me to say other than I saw this guy, I met him, and I felt all those things that you were talking about. It, and I never felt that way with you. And that's your answer as to why I never wanted to get serious, why we stopped talking. Again, doesn't explain, you know, doesn't hmm. absolve her of all the other the other stuff that she did. But I think he needed to hear that. And I think that's kind of when he really it sunk in for him. Yeah. Like you, he played it well. Like you could see that that those words, like just fucking <laughs> poison dagger in fudging, his eyeballs. Fudging. Yeah, it's it's fudging. Damn. <laughs> Maybe next week we'll stop cursing. <laughs> um, but it's a hundred percent was the truth. Um, for both of them. Um, and while I do think that summer moved on extremely quickly um it's probably true like she she just knew that that's who she wanted to be with whether it lasts or not who knows but tom needed that extra kick in the balls to hopefully get him to realize like yeah all right maybe summer is a shit person but i can learn from this as well yeah hope he did who knows all right any more takes robbie I'm taked out. Take that. Uh, if you want to get me more angry than I already was when this movie ended, uh, we should move on. Were you were you angry when the movie ended or were you happy? No, I really I really enjoyed the movie. I just think that that that's it's I'm not angry. That's just like, I, I know that's okay. just relationships. It, it's 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 hurtful. Somebody's always gonna get hurt, whether it's me or somebody else. And it's just a tough pill to swallow. And one of the shittier things about life like getting in a relationship the beginning Poop, of poopier it, thing it's some yeah poopy damn it it's the <laughs> duteous things about life um but like getting in a relationship those first initial stage of like it's some oh, of the best. best things about life the best but that's the that's the price you're gonna pay you a lot of the a lot of our relationships aren't gonna last and you know only the truly special ones do last, but do you know how many times you got to clear those hurdles to get there? So everybody's going to be disappointed. Not every single relationship is going to last and not every single person that is in that relationship is going to be the one coming out uh, 
with the with the happy ending. Right. Yep. If you want to dance, you got to pay the band, as they say. Um, scenes or characters? Scenes. All right. From an Italian restaurant. Ugh. My favorite songs of all time. <laughs> it's such uh, a good song, but I just I hate that Billy Joel gets shoved down my throat. I appreciate that he is extremely talented and his songs are fantastic. I just don't want people shoving it in my face. Who's shoving, babe? Who's shoving? Everyone in this geographical area. Well, let me tell you something. Get yourself off that island. Uh, I'll say maybe someday. I'll let you know when an apartment opens up in my building. No, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You can have art in your wall like this. Oh, nice. A bottle of red. Bottle of ice. Um, All right. Favorite scenes. Who wants to go first? I'm taking it because nobody. Go, please, go, Benny. Um, give me the expectation versus reality scene. Oh, sorry, I had right. that. I feel like that's chalk in this movie. Yeah, that was um, a good one. I'm I'm sure things like that have been done before in movies. I'm sure I've seen that done before in movies, but um, I love the fact that it's expectation versus reality. I love how well they played it. I. You know, you could see how many times have you uh, been infatuated with a girl and you imagine or you had a crush on a girl and you imagine what going to that party is going to be like and you're going to have all the wittiest jokes and you're going to be sitting in the corner together and nobody else is going to matter. And I just love how well they played off the reality of everything. Just fantastic. I loved that. And I even loved you know, to maybe bleed out a little bit, him walking out and it goes into that drawing afterwards where it's just like a cool, you know, if that wasn't cool enough, the way that, that, you know, they, they did that shot afterwards. I just thought was like easily my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. Agree. Good, good part. Robbie want to go? Oh, you sure. Quick. Yeah. Like watching this movie, I was like, "Man, this is this is Phil. This is Phil, and this is Phil in this movie." I'm like, "Now I know I feel." And it's not, it's not. I'm not bashing Phil because I'm like, "That's how Phil dresses." And like Ryan, I I haven't seen. I I didn't know you that well to see you uh, dress like that. I mean, I wish I did. Please forget it. I used to wear clothes. neckties to parties, fucking vests, and like I that was my exact outfit, except sub in like different sneakers. Like I used to dress exactly like that and Phil same thing so like we we probably went out and people were like they must have a healthier relationship <laughs> <laughs> yeah one thing I didn't like was his pumas so I I yeah had... those pumas were gross weren't uh, they yeah the I was like it's embarrassing how day yeah I, I was like no wonder why he's getting no puss or uh, a cat no wonder why he's getting no cat <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I would love to get um if Phil's listening, I'd love to get his take on this movie. I don't think I ever heard his take on it, so that'd be nice. Um, LTBW at gmail, podcast at gmail.com. Send us an email, people. Please. Uh, my favorite scene would have to be uh, the scene when the three of them, three dudes are just re- recanting, um, recounting Summer saying her weekend 
was good in the elevator <laughs> and the way that he said <laughs> it. Was, that was so good. <laughs> yeah. It's so good because, dude, I mean, I still do that shit. And I'm, I still have those thoughts where I'm like, oh, really? Like, it was good. It's like, oh, she was probably smashing and dashing everybody up uh, on the uh, Upper West Side. And uh, it just was, it's just, it's just a real thing. Like, like the things that they were saying is, is verbatim things that would go through my mind when I met somebody or even the dumbest stuff, like through text when somebody says something like, Oh, all right, well, that's it. That's done. Forget about that. <laughs> and then you go tell your friends, you go tell your cousin, he tells everybody under the sun and things like that. Um, so, uh, that's just what it was. It's a, uh, it's something that is so true to life and, something that I, I constantly did and still do. Yeah. That was a good scene. And it's, you're right. It's true. Um, my favorite scene is, it probably is the expectation for first reality, but a close, close second is the scene after he, um, has relations. We'll keep oh, it, yeah. we'll keep it G, um, with summer for the first time. And, is walking to work just fucking dancing he's got the the people all around him shaking hands with everyone they got the song going the band all the notes please say oh, less please the best um you know when i first saw that movie i was just like this is fucking fantastic but even now i still really watch love that f's scene. watch f's fucking oh. <laughs> fantastic come on man with the fudge funkin Funkin' fantastic. Um, just love that scene because that's, I mean, you know, uh, I'm not in that life anymore, but back then, like the first time, and it didn't have to be, you know, you actually slept with someone, but like even, you know, just smooching up on a girl that you, you know, you really liked and you were, you know, into for a while, like that's how you feel like that night or the next morning. And, the perfect contradiction is, and then they skip ahead, and he just the elevator door opens, and he's just yeah. a disheveled mess because he's depressed, and you know, like the you know, fantastic. I loved it. I loved. Yeah, it. that that was my uh, my Mensch is the compilation of all those jump back and forths. Yes, and not necessarily all of them, but some of them were so juxtaposed. That it was just like, all perfect. right, perfect, perfect. I they nailed that one. Um, yeah, I love you know even when he's rambling on about how he loves her knees and this and that and the other thing, and then you have the this, juxtaposition of yeah. I hate this I hate, and I hate that, yeah, yeah. yeah, knobby knees and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think that that was like I said. There, there's a lot about this movie that I like, um, because of the choices that the director made. Yes, agree. Um, Robbie, any audio mentions from you? I have, I think, two. Um, as corny as it was, the IQ scene was was nice. I mean, that's yeah. just what you do when a couple of young bucks are in love. You just, you know, you go along with it. You, it's just love, and uh, love is love, and we <laughs> we we love to live, laugh, and love on this podcast. So we love like love. Scene. love. We love love. love. It's yeah. Valentine's Day. We love love. <laughs> And I love how uh, this isn't one of my Ani mentions, but like the scene of them back in Ikea when things aren't going great. And he's same tired ass jokes. He's trying to do the same thing and recreate yeah. it. And like we I've been there doing that stupid crap too. like 
and it doesn't work and he's just like why isn't this working it worked last time like here's yeah. Ringo yeah. Starr again like just get to so the stereo guy yeah I mean please forget about it Um, but you just even that you just ignore those things or you don't pick up on them and then after you're like man I should have picked up on that but you don't know because again you're in love yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so first on you mench i have is i like the um like narration of like introducing tom and summer um you know like the whole like there was a 200 percent increase in sales at the ice cream shop and she averaged like 3.7 look backs you know during her day and like all that stuff i thought that was cool um, and then I also liked um, there's just the very, very beginning with because I love the song, the Regina Spector song um, and just kind of like the old pictures and stuff like that. Like sometimes when I look at this mov movie from like a whatever mile up view, it's it's very jumbled. And I know that's in some cases purposeful, but like the beginning, the narration, the the quick hitter piece of like the characters talking about love kind of thrown in there. And like yeah. some of the other pieces, I'm just kind of like, eh, that doesn't really fit, but I still like it. So I'll let it pass. But yeah, they, it, they stole that from. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was, that was from uh that, that was from like Harry met Sally where they were like interviewing like couples and things like that in between cuts of the movie. Yeah. Yep. So it kind of reminds me of that, but I, I get what you're talking about. Yeah, no, I still like it, but it's there's definitely parts where I'm like, eh, they probably could have cut that out. Like that doesn't fit. Um, all right, least favorite scenes. Um, oh, I go first. Um, I mean, we already like killed it to death, but I I'll go tr complete chalk here and just say like the whole. Um, as much as I love the scene, like the expectations versus reality scene as well, I loved it, but I also hated it at the same time because it was just so hurtful to Tom to, to do that to him. And like, whether she, I don't think she did it purposefully, but I don't think she didn't do it purposefully. She was just like, yeah, it'll be fine. Who cares. I don't care about Tom. I'm engaged now. What do I give a shit? I mean, what do I give a stuff give a poop for... <laughs> yeah that that was mine too that was my number one it was such a hurtful 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 scene yeah. um quick turnaround time on the uh the relationship to engagement i i, I will see how long that lasts in, in our next episode what watch what happens next yeah so. <laughs> um oh i got wait so basically i'm sorry to cut you off benny but basically what happens is summer gets divorced from this guy because who gets married in six months and then comes back to Tom and tries to ruin the relationship with Autumn. That's there it is. Oh, That's please. The she changes her name to Winter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, I'm, I'm, I've been thinking about this and I wanted to bring this up both times we talked about this scene. So, what is Summer supposed to do there? Like, does she call Tom and say, hey, I'm engaged now, by the way. Don't come to the party. No. Which, I think like, the courteous thing is to call or text, but you don't have to say don't come, but be like, 
if that's going to be weird for you, like maybe you shouldn't kind of thing. Mm. But also, and I kept saying this when we were talking about the movies, like, what does she owe Tom at Nothing. the end of the day? She doesn't. Oh, she, she, she doesn't owe Tom or anything, but she. But it's what that's not a nice thing to do. Right. Yeah. As that's a human being, it's not that you shouldn't try to hurt people's feelings. Yeah. But I don't know. Ask I can Listen, why don't you ask I this? All right. <laughs> yeah. Ask it this from me. Okay. All right. Yeah. Say, say you two were dating and you were being a flues and you were like, eh, I'm, uh, I'm, you know, I'm not really feeling this. This isn't, this isn't for me. Uh, you see her again, you're leading her on. She doesn't know it. She thinks that something's going to come out of it. And you say, Hey, come to my party, not on Long Island. Cause I hate Long Island. Come <laughs> to my party in the city. Uh, please. We'd have an engagement party on Long Island, please. <laughs> Come to the city with me. Uh, I'm, I got a party at my pad on the Upper West, right by Central Park. Um, come over. She gets there. She's like, oh, man, finally. And then, bam, you're there, white pants, beard-looking immaculate, Big brows on fleek. And then here's my fiance, um, escargot. How's she going to feel? Yeah. Hillary Duh. Duh. Lipa. <laughs> here's my t- Hillary Duff. <laughs> you're right. She just don't be happy know anything. To be there. That's true. You know, she, <laughs> she doesn't know. She doesn't know Tom anything. No. But the common courtesy of an of an ex, no matter how short or long the relationship was, is to just a not invite him, and b just be like, hey, listen, I still want I you to feel come. Like but she I got can't, engaged. She can't help herself. No. Like she just can't help herself. She and might that's... be one of those people that like needs everyone to like her. And like be friends with her, whether she cares about them or not. But I really hate that that her character is a woman because I feel like three guys being like she sucks. I feel like it comes off so poorly, but oh, she, she does suck, and Tom sucks too, but for like different reasons. Yeah, no, I, like I know you what you're said, saying. If, if we, yeah, ahead. it's like all three scorned men who had their heart broken in the past yeah duh that's happened to all of us and women too if it was flipped we would say and i I think tom stinks too but we would say i think i would hate tom just as much not not hate but just as much as summer pissed me off if tom did the same thing it's not right either either position that happened whether tom was doing that and invited her over and he got engaged and she thought something was going to happen that would be messed up the point of the story is this either position the person was in they did something wrong and hurtful to the other person so that's that woman or man it doesn't really matter it just happens to be what this part was written for and what how it was directed and what the movie was about yeah you can like as an example I uh, in the holiday. I hate Rufus Sewell because he leads Kate Winslet on. He's a piece of shit. So fuck him. But it's not because it's a man or a woman. It's just fudge what? him. Fudge wow. him. Fudge him. Poopy. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's move on. But I know what you're saying, Benny. But I I think at least I hope it comes across that this is appropriate dislike yeah. not just like us being you know scorned men that are gonna go on 4chan later and complain about it 
I think we may have no no, ma'am. We have another two star review coming in our future. Yeah, maybe. Anyway. So characters? (laughs) Yeah. Um let's do least favorite characters first. Does anyone want to start? I'll start. Yeah, please um, go ahead. My least, my least favorite character is is Vance, Clark Gregg. How dare okay. you? How dare you, Mister Mister Vance? How dare you? Basically, call in Tom, thinking that you're a caring man, and you're there for Tom, and you're like, hey man, you're not really, you know, your work's been slacking. What's going on? And Tom's distraught. And he says, enough of that. I got these funeral cards. Why don't you pour your energy into that and write some funeral cards for me to make some cash? I don't care how you're feeling, you know, inside and emotionally and how it's affecting your job. Just write these funeral cards. He's a cornball. I don't like that. Just to, just shows you that managers stink in real life and in the movies as well. So Vance, that guy. It's a bad look from Agent Coulson, who I like. I was gonna say I like him as an actor. Yeah. Um. Least favorite. Got Benny Gags. I. I don't know. I might right. pick something. I hate to do this to him because I really liked this character until about two hours ago. <laughs> um. Matthew Greg Gubbler, you stupid name, Paul. Yeah. What did he do? Oh, please. Aya, direct quote. I don't like this movie. It pisses me off. But I watched it a bunch of times because I wanted to watch him over and over and over again. I had a huge crush on him. So I am done with him. I'm through with him. I'm going to find him on the street and give him the old uppercut right to his luscious locks. Handsome bastard that he is. Funny guy in the movie. I don't know. I mean, now maybe it's making sense as to why she picked me. Maybe she's got terrible taste in men. I don't know. But yeah, I got to say, I'm Paul, my least favorite character now. On Valentine's Day, she did this to me. I know you're hearing this after Valentine's Day. But we're recording on Valentine's Day and she did this to me. I thought you were going to say he did like a couple like MAGA tweets or Storm the Capitol. Yeah, something. That's worse. That's that's worse. Than uh, than that, what she did to you on Valentine's Day, did she? She stormed. She stormed my capital. <laughs> that, that's a that's a huge capital. <laughs> Mike, she's basically the might get us for that one too. Yeah, she, she, yeah, that's true. It's even worse than what we were saying earlier. <laughs> she basically ruined Valentine's Day, and this day is a day that'll live in infamy. Is all I can say. Oh, please forget about like up there with D Day. He is pretty handsome though. Well, I was going to say, in the movie, I feel like he looked like a dork, but I just looked at some pictures of him, and he is pretty handsome, so I'm good, good for him. That hair. It's it's a, it's a good-looking salad. I know. Apparently, he... I'm just reading this from his bio. Um, he interned for Wes Anderson, so good for him. Mm. Shout out. Friend of the program, Wes Anderson. Yeah. Wes, if you, I know you're listening. Come on and uh, let us know how he did. Did he get your coffee good? You know how to go. Ben, what'd you give uh, World Tenenbaums? 
Uh, I think I gave it a seven point one. Mr. Arts Glove, Mr. Tish, Mr. NYU Tish, <laughs> Mr. RizD himself. Um. So my least favorite characters. Um. I'm gonna go ahead since I'm glad I'm going last and no one picked them. I'm gonna go ahead and give it to both Tom and Summer because they're my least favorite characters because they're both stupid. However, since I get to go first for favorite characters and we're changing the rules, if you guys want to pick either one of them, because I'm picking two characters, you are free to do so. But they are also my favorite characters. So I love them and I hate them. Love. I'm glad that it worked out that way. <laughs> you picked you picked well. Now I know where Paul is from. Sorry. I, I'm obsessed from? with him. I'm obsessed with him. Criminal Minds. I never watched that, but all right, good. good it's man. one of those shows that's CBS just... shows, bro. Republican. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bots are getting us for that one. It, it's just one of those shows that's always, like when you're going to watch Monday Night Raw or something like that, it's like yeah. on right before it and you catch like the last five five minutes of it. That's why I love Please walk away. Please walk away. No, please. We're talking about important things here. Um, She she popped out of the room to tell me about Criminal Minds. (laughs) It's over. (laughs) Anyway. On Valentine's Day. My favorite character. Uh, Let me stall for time here because. I don't think uh, I owes you anything now, Ben. She doesn't owe me anything. That's That's right. Uh, my favorite character was Jeffrey Arend as Mackenzie. I just thought he, he was good. Was, he was very funny. He had a lot of uh, funny one-liners when he was wasted in the bar. Fantastic. Him singing uh, Proud to be an American. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> he, he was just great. Um, he's like one of those guys that was in a couple of movies here and there, like late 2000s, early 2010s, and then kind of disappeared. Um, he does a lot of voice work. Does he? Okay, cool. Because I was looking him up. I was like, where's that guy been? Because he was also in um, Super Troopers. Oh, was he? Did you see oh, that? Yeah, movie? he was the in the car. He was the yeah. kid. Yeah. Okay, Snodsberry tastes like Snodsberry. <laughs> yeah. Um, you boys so are yeah. Mexico. <laughs> uh, gonna need to change the subject right about me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, so I'll pick him uh, as my favorite character. Do you know who that gentleman is married to? Or was Some... I don't know if they're still married. I know. I hope. I know. Hillary Duff, Christina yes. Hendricks, Christina Hendricks. Oh, all right. Good for you. Good for him. I guess. Um, what movie? What movie? Did we watch whatever? Twenty fifth hour. <sighs> Wait, was that the one where the guy drive. got bit she was in drive in the no. dogs? Yes, and then he the spent. Neck. He had rabies. He got rabies, right. and he only had twenty five hours to live. That's right. That's right. Oh, I could be watching. Like I could be watching trivia instead of dealing with this moronic man. <laughs> <It's> nonsense. <laughs> um, my favorite character is Rachel Chloe Grace. Yeah, choice. Moretz. Great choice. I love it. Um. She was she was there for her brother. Uh, I have two sisters who are always there for me, so I reminded of my two sisters and and how they helped me through difficult times. And she was she was the Riz God, like you said. She was the one that had the Riz as a young as a young gal. Um, 
I just love that. She's a great actress. I think she's in fantastic in a lot of things that she's in. And it just brought a lot of um, memories back as a young boy who was who has dealt with heartbreak and had sisters be there for him and ready to uh, slice and dice women. So um, I liked uh, Chloe Grace Moretz as Rachel. Good part and a good character. Yeah, she's good. She's good in Kick-Ass, too. I mean, yeah. kick butt. <laughs> kick behind. Kick, kick tush. Um, <laughs> uh, any body matches? I mean, I do want to, like I said, shout out Tom and Summer for their performances because yeah. the fact that we've had this spirited of a discussion on these two characters goes to show how well they did. So, you know, all that being said, uh, shout out to them and shout out to uh, Yvette Nicole Brown. She popped up. I was oh, like, wow, my fave. Yeah. I was like that. That was unexpected. So shout out to her. Did you watch community parts? I've like uh, seen sure. episodes while other people were like watching it. It's a good show and she's in it. Um. All right. Uh, any other Ani matches, or should we move on? No, I listen. Listen, here's my here's another take. I'm coming out of left. Please, just take more takes. 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 It's so hard to time a chant on Zooms. Take. Takes. Takes. Take. <laughs> this isn't my points that I made about this movie, and my takes about this movie is just about. Not about Summer Stinks and Tom Stinks. It's just about flawed people hurting other people. That's all it is. That's what life's about, and that's what happens. I'm not hurt bashing people, Summer. People. Yeah, I'm not bashing Summer. She stunk. She let Tom on, whatever. It is what it is. Tom stunk. Tom fell head over heels. Tom didn't realize what was going on. He just wanted to be in love and didn't care about anything like that. Didn't see all the flags and anything like that. He stinks as well. They both stink. They're both complicated characters, and it's just a part of life. So don't at me, QT Mesa. Don't do that. It just is what it is. That's my take. I'm sticking to it. Can I piggyback off of that point? Um, the thing that I, I loved, and I don't know if I fully understood it, but I, from things in pop culture, I kind of maybe thought it was a, a, a cute point that the movie made is early on when they're introducing you to Tom and they say, Oh, he has spent his whole life wanting to love somebody. And this was all based on, you know, sad British pop, uh, pop music yeah. and a, and a misunderstanding of the movie, the, the graduate, graduate. Yep. from what I know about the movie, it's a teacher who basically falls in love with the student or the student falls in love with the teacher and I love that that was the movie, I think, that they were watching. And that's where Summer kind of realized that the teacher took advantage of Dustin Hoffman in that movie. And I think that that's kind of maybe where, what are you saying no to? No, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that's what Summer was realizing. It was, I, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I think she realized that she was taking advantage of tom at that point but no, go ahead i think what my interpretation of it and robbie i don't know if you have one too is 
um, at the end, and that's the scene that they're showing in the theater that they're watching, is that like, you know, Dustin Hoffman goes after her and like it's a big romantic gesture and it's like the scene is crazy and whatever. But then when they're sitting in the back of the bus, their faces drop and it's it like in. It, the the scene, I think, is supposed to say like they're realizing like mm, maybe this <laughs> isn't the best idea. Like, may, do I really love this person or whatever? And I think that's what Summer was like kind of okay realizing in her interpretation of the film that um, was her moment and then like projecting that onto herself and her relationship with tom okay that's I what like i it. think i don't know yeah. robbie did you ever see the graduate uh a long time ago for a class in college when i was in yeah. college for 12 years <laughs> <laughs> one of those 12 years i watched it <laughs> yeah. yeah one of the, like i think year eight i watched it <laughs> yeah but that's i'm pretty sure that's that's what they were trying to okay. um say is that like in the end of the graduate there's that moment of realization by the characters in the bus as they were leaving and i think that's what summer was realizing about the, her relationship with with tom which is kind of what she says later to him is like i was always unsure about you yeah. as a viable romantic interest or whatever cool yeah good discussion Plastics, son. Plastics. That's from The Graduate. Anyway, so is there anything that you can think of to make this film better? Yeah, they both of them need to go to couples therapy and figure it out or therapy separately. Please, instead of keep on hurting each other. Golly. <laughs> Golly. I'll say no, there's not anything that you could do to make this movie better because the story is what I have an issue with. And that's not the movie's fault that I feel the way I do about it. Fair. Um, I said it quickly before. I think um, maybe cut out some of the, and it's not filler, but it's like, I felt like some of the scenes uh, were in there and they were good, but they kind of didn't fit like the, documentary-esque thing about love and some of the other things maybe give us a little more um, I don't know something about their relationship or something like that that's the only thing I could think of um, but it was a, I, I think it's like an hour and a half a good tight film right 90 minutes yeah and uh, hour 35 yeah. was nice nice Perfect. tight pace yeah good writing the directing. Yeah, yeah no, it's re it really good. Um, there's not a lot I could say to improve it, but yeah, I would say something like that. But I actually do know a way that we can improve it, and that's by working overtime and casting Matt Damon in this film. So every week, we cast a young, old, middle-aged, whatever, baby Matt Damon in the film we were watching for some reason. Does anyone want to go first? No, not me. No, please. I'll go first. Get the get the ball wrong. Give you guys a minute to think. So I'm gonna cast a uh middle aged, experienced, maybe maybe a nice beard, a la oh, Benny, please. um, Argyle sweater. Wait, are Argyle mm. sweaters 
out now? Are they back? They never left. Good. All right. That's good to hear because <laughs> I love an Argyle sweater. So a nice Argyle sweater, maybe tweed pants, brown nice. wingtips, um, mm. gray socks, and uh, maybe Ooh. glasses. Matt Damon as uh, Dr. Damon, the therapist. Love um, it. And Tom goes to see him to work out his issues and becomes a better man uh, because of it. And that's the part we don't see before when he's doing the montage of drawing on his chalkboard and, and bouncing the ball and meeting Minka Kelly and all that stuff. So the real work was done behind the scenes with Dr. Damon uh, in his office. You know, Left on the cutting room floor. Right. It was on, on the cutting room floor. But bring those scenes back, please. Can I let me do throw a little curveball here, please? It, it Does Tom want to be an architect or does he want to yes. be an urban planner? Uh, he's always, he's drawing city landscapes. Can you design one building, Tom? I don't know. Great question. I think he, I think he wants to be an urban planner, please. Golly. Give me a young. <laughs> scruffy entry level Matt Damon as uh, the third member of Tom's gang who talks some sense into into Tom early on in the film and this movie becomes something totally different they're out at the town Matt's the wingman of the cinch he's <laughs> getting Tom laid left and right Movie turns hard left. Tom catches gonorrhea, dies. Movie over. Wow. Oh my God. Thank God. <laughs> 45 <laughs> minutes and out. In, out. I love it. Short story. Give me young, always lean, somewhat mean, tan. Matt Damon. As the guy in the bar who cold clocks. Uh, Tom, but this time he actually finishes the job and he kills Tom. <laughs> <laughs> he bashes his skull in so bad that Tom is, is on life support, and uh, we have to we have to see him, you know, perish. Unfortunately, it's tragic. But yeah, give me Matt Damon as a as a mean uh, Bostonian transplant that moves to L.A., tries to hit on Summer, and winds up just absolutely destroying Tom's face, and. Um, yeah, that's it. We don't get to see Tom again. We don't get to watch Tom uh, become a highly sought-after urban planner, as Benny said. And um, we don't have to watch these two idiots uh, destroy each other's lives and then watch Summer get married in about 67 seconds after she leaves Tom. <laughs> what was you the mean... idiot's name? Wait, go ahead, Benny. No, go ahead. His name was Douche. No, yeah, in the <laughs> movie, his name was Douche in the credits. Um, no, what was the guy's name that screwed over George and wanted to be a, a city planner instead of an architect? And George is like, there's nothing higher than architect, <laughs> <That> architect. <laughs> to get the scholarship. I forget yeah. what his name is. Oh, yeah. yeah. The kid. It was yeah. the, kid. the kid. Oh, my God. Uh, real quick, give me, give me a young 20-something Matt Damon as – Summer's wife or Summer's fiance, and then fiance. I'll forgive her for everything. Uh, I mean, if Tom saw him, then he would accept it like this, and then Go maybe up, have give a nice a hearty, time at the party. Yeah, give him a hearty shake, kick back a couple of duels. Yeah, give me Matt Damon. <laughs> give, give me Matt Damon as a young, 
lean, fresh on a dating scene. Give me Matt Damon as the guy that flips Tom into becoming a homosexual. <laughs> and he forgets everything that happened between him and Summer. And Tom finally realizes after he goes to um, therapy with Dr. Damon, uh, Matt Damon's twin, he realizes, hey, listen, I think I love men. And out at the karaoke bar, tank top wearing Matt Damon, muscles rippling, he falls in love and he forgets about Summer. So we never had to see Summer again. Happily 1, ever after. 1,000 days of getting bummed. <laughs> 1,000 days of butt stuff. <laughs> I think the bots are that. really going to get it for that. Get us for that. <laughs> <laughs> now is that we're just going to tank the podcast. I mean, any hot takes on January six, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, that's another one. We're screwed. This is going to get like ten views. Uh, I got to send you. I don't want to say it on the podcast because it's really going to get. Uh, if there's a meme on TikTok, like it's a lot of the Call of Duty like the Call of Duty videos. And it's like when you just first come back from your ban for violent language and it's a guy just taking a sip of coffee and he just says something. He's like, our topic today and whatever he says, I'll send you the, the, okay. I don't want to say it on here, but it's funny. I think his name was Stephen Corin in Seinfeld, who then becomes a member of the Van Buren Van boys. Buren boys. My shout out my fantasy baseball team named Van Buren boys. That's all right. Uh, shout out that that last team. <laughs> second to last. <laughs> Just like your team in real life, they stick. It's terrible GM. Terrible, terrible GM in real life. Terrible GM in fake fantasy life. Yeah, where was John Lynch? I didn't see him on the sideline Sunday. Why? Why are you attacking Robbie when you should be attacking me? You both tag teaming. He's and real. Like, he's been and you like the he's teams been attacking that I like. me. He's been attacking me since since he was born. Since the, the young buck. Yeah. Oh he, no wonder. No wonder why. No wonder why he went. He went face first in the bushes when I hit him. Like I was like, gonna say, I have program. a bush that will a hundred percent disagree with everything you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I went through it like a portal. <laughs> 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 I went through it like the veil, like Sirius Black going through the veil. Ah, uh, I love it. I love it. I killed Sirius Black. Okay. <laughs> um, anything else that we need to say about this film? Are there any more takes that will get this video tanked on YouTube? There was a, there was a lot of feelings with this movie. I wasn't expecting. Yeah. It's a it's Shout a good movie. It's again it with subsequent watches. It, it I like it less, but I still really like it. It's a really good like rom com. Most rom coms are really corny, um, but this one's good. Like you mentioned, Garden State uh, before Benny, and I think whatever fifteen years ago, a hundred percent they were like very intertwined. Most you know people that I associated with loved both of them, but watching Garden State now, oof. It's not bad. Good. It's bad. I haven't seen it. Don't watch it. It's it's like just ugh. I mean now I know I'm picking for my birthday now. Natalie. Oh pour them in my favor. Well, wait, we got a, we got a sponsor for the pod to bring us back. Yeah. Shout out shout out Annie's organic, shout out bunnies. <laughs> Love it. 
Annie, if you listen, sponsor, the, sponsor the show. Annie, if you listen, are you okay? <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, then let's wrap it up, I guess, right? You want me to re- reveal my pick for next week or no? Oh, yeah. Do you have, are we voting or just you're picking? It's my birthday. I my rules. It. Just Love right. It. That's right. <laughs> just like the Outback. <laughs> <laughs> when you After hear you long... play, no, that's, that's off. No, that's, that's what I said that in the Philippines. It got such a laugh when I said that when you hear your family, people are dying <laughs> laughing. <laughs> Wait, you went to the Philippines? Lazy year ago. You would think uh, more than a year ago. People... It's old news now, babe. It's old news. <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> tell, me about it. tell me about it. You would think people would, you know, would care about you, but they care less. They care less. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So after deliberation, um, had a, I got a couple of movies. It's gonna put him in a hat, but then I talked to my Bill on the ride home, and he he swayed me, um. So I, I was gonna have, um, Goodfellas, uh, Goodwill Hunting, Wolf of Wall Street, and Social Network in a hat, uh, but I, I'm I'm wind up picking the Social Network. Mm, nice. I like how you give Brian credit for that, but we had the same conversation. <laughs> when was this? You? <clears throat> I didn't see you. Out in, out in Babylon. Babylon. Did we have the same conversation? I'm so sorry. Please. And Benny too. Benny. I I I, I think Brian I really can be want... on the podcast next week and I won't be here. One can dream. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm excited. I'm excited to to hear guys' takes. Uh this might end the pod if they're bad takes. So uh <laughs> you better come prepared. I know the score already of this movie. Yeah, I told Benny what I told Benny what, what I was giving it. Unfair. You'll find out next week. Stay tuned, Benny. You should trash the movie just to, to piss Robbie off. Oh, please! I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come with the heavy hitters. Uh, I'm excited. Good choice, Robbie. When's the last time you seen it? Uh, not that long ago. I love that movie. I watch it all the time. I'd say maybe like six months ago, probably. Yeah, so like three weeks ago. So I don't know why I picked it, but I'm ready to watch it again. I love it. Nice. Benny, how, how when's the last time you saw it? When the Mets won the World Series? <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk. My team just got obliterated this week, both like three years in a row. So. Uh, my God. I saw it very soon after it released on HBO for the first time. <laughs> so, not oh, so that it's long. It's been yet. a while. Yeah. Nice. So, all right. Good choice. Look forward to that. Um, so, social network next. Um, but still, follow us on Instagram. There won't be a poll this week, but uh, you know, like our stuff. Follow us on YouTube, wherever that button is, and uh, send us an email. Wish wish the old boy a happy birthday, and let us know what you think about Social Network or Five Hundred Days of Summer or any other films that we've watched. Um, and let us know that we were totally not all over the place this week because. We might have been more all over the place this week than we were every every other week, but <laughs> this might have been one of my favorite episodes. So we love you, Robbie. Come good night. Good night, love. Because <laughs> I'm proud to be an American. <laughs>
Or at least I know I'm free. I love it. Good night. <laughs>